welcome back to Josh Squared Podcast. I'm Cracker, and I'm sober. And I'm Miller, and I'm a little bit tipsy. Welcome back. This is day three of our podcast. Uh, I realized that we did not talk about our first day as much because, well, we had quite the adventure. We're going to talk about that a little bit first, and then we're going to tell you about our very memorable night of our first day in New Orleans. So... Back to day one, um, how should we start it off? Like when we uh, first like got up. At, so yeah, so when we started off, it was like six o'clock a.m. I don't know what happened at your house, so because you started off earlier. How about yeah, you start it off? Yeah, I got up a little bit earlier. I wanted to make myself a decent sized breakfast because I didn't know when we were going to stop to eat something along the road. So I did that. I also watched the latest episode of The Bad Batch just early in the morning because I didn't think I'd be able to get the chance to do it when we were at the campground. So I wanted to do that real quick. <coughs> Excuse me, everyone. And then I was going to drive down to your place to pick you up right afterwards, uh, after it was over, and I got my stuff in the car so I could come and get you. Yeah, funny thing is he texted me saying, like, hey, I'm going to be a little bit late. Come to find out at 6 o'clock, he's like, yeah, I kind of wanted to watch a little bit of the bad batch. I'm just like, okay. To be fair, I did let him know after we'd already gotten underway. Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't really care much anyways. But we still got to the campsite at Mammoth Cave in reasonable time, I think. Yeah, I think we got there at like 5 o'clock p.m. or something like that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are you are you counting when we just got to the visitor center for Mammoth Cave or when we got to the actual campsite? I mean, the campsite was like 30 minutes afterwards, so... Eh. That's still reasonable, I you think. You know, 5, 5.30. Anyway, for most of that day, it was pretty uneventful. The eventfulness happened when we got to the campsite and learned that the tent we brought with us did not have any poles to set it up. Yeah, that was a huge downer because we're just like, well, Frank, what on top are we of that, do? we were missing a couple things we wanted to bring with us, such as a trowel to dig a fire pit with, and a hatchet, and some <laughs> other odd supplies which we needed and forgot to bring along with us. Maybe not needed, but things like the hatchet and the trowel we probably should bring with us just in case. Yeah, I mean. And on top of that, and you can count this up to me being an idiot, I completely forgot to bring a pillow at all. Yeah, so I had to make a trip to Wally World. Uh, for fun fact, I call Walmart Wally World, so if you hear me refer to Walmart as Wally World, be advised. Just in case you need to know who absolutely did see National Lampoon's vacation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, did that little trip to Wally World. <coughs> Got all the stuff. Got a tent, which apparently was more bougie than we thought because it was like, what, like three clicks and then it's open because like all the stakes were like... Uh, you know, four if you want to be technical. Yeah, four. But it was remarkably easy to set up and it was a tremendous help for the past two nights which we were spending at the campsite. Yeah. And fortunately, while we were there at the campsite, while he was away at Walmart, I was at the campsite speaking to our speaking to the people who were still there and we were you know these were the people that were very kind to us they helped us out they even offered us some of their food which we were very grateful to receive and uh, we despite how eventful and somewhat trialing that the first night was I feel like it ended on a successful note yeah 
for all the craziness that it was, I guess that's like us just getting used to it. Mm. Anyways, so we're going to fast forward, you know, um, we didn't talk about that hike <coughs> that we did yesterday, but I guess to sum it up about that hike that we didn't talk about yesterday. We spent about as much time hiking as we did inside the cave. Yeah, it was a pretty quick hike. We got to see a nice river and go through the woods and then found another cave, uh, which apparently was prohibited for entry. We got to see the opening of the cave, though, which uh, dropped at a vertical drop, a, ver- a very vertical, just kind of, you you jump in and you're in the cave. It's not like one you walk into. Yeah, it was like a straight drop. So good for bats, not great for humans. Um, which is probably for the best, all things considered. Yeah. You'll remember what I talked about with white nose syndrome on our previous episode. Yeah, not good for bats. No. So... Anyways, um, today, today, um, we woke up, uh, me at seven, Josh at six, six thirty for Josh. I woke up at seven. Um, and, uh, you know, basically your basic morning get up, you know, instead of like having, you know, regular uh, breakfast food, we had a um, steak. Veal, was it? No, no, the veal was for dinner last night. Today um, we had New York strips and lamb because that was the last of the meat we brought with us and we wanted to cook it before it spoiled. Yeah, so like our little <coughs> thing with meat is that like every time we get meat, it has to be gone within three days, otherwise, we were afraid that yeah. it might spoil. And well, that's no fun for anybody. And fortunately, we were able to get it all cooked before it went to rot, which we are very happy about. Yes, yeah, so so far the three-day thing is going great. Mm. Um, and thankfully or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, we have no more supplies like that to cook. We will probably pick something cheaper up, maybe some chicken or something later on, and we'll work it out. Yeah, that's probably going to be in the... Uh, in a future episode, probably when we get to, like, El Paso or whatever. And for those of you questioning our choice of breakfast, have you not heard of steak and eggs? <laughs> Minus the eggs. <laughs> steak is still steak. True enough. But, um, yeah, so today was mainly uneventful again, because, you know, driving in a car. For the longest part of the day, it was just driving from Kentucky to here in New Orleans, where we currently are. Yeah, we made a little... We made, like, two gas pit stops and one uh, food pit stop at a Subway, which was uh, pretty great. Surprisingly delicious. It's magically delicious, (coughs) except it's not Lucky Charms. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. on from whatever that was. Um, Yeah, so we found our way uh, to New Orleans pretty great. Um, And we are at, what is it, the Hyatt Hotel? We are at the Hyatt House New Orleans Downtown Hotel, which is located roughly a mile away from the French Quarter. Yeah. Um, We're not going to tell you too much about what we're going to see. Because, frankly, we don't know. Yeah, frankly, we don't know. Instead, what we will tell you about is what we did tonight while we were there. Yeah. I'm sorry, do you want to go ahead? Yes, yeah. So I'll kind of lead up a premise, I guess. Um... So, when we first got to the hotel, we were just like, man, we're hungry. What are we going to do? I suggested let's get delivery and whatnot. And Josh or Miller was uh, okay with it as well. But uh, we went looking for uh, more restaurants. And Josh found, uh, what was it, Sojuk Thai? 
Sukotai. Sukotai. Um, on the internet, and uh, he was just like, I don't really understand how to do the online delivery successfully, so I have a better idea. What we're going to do is that we're going to like walk there. And he's like, it's only a mile and a half. And somewhere along the walk, he said, oh, it's longer than I thought. Just slightly longer. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good walk. We found this one place. Do you know what that one the jazzy place is called? I don't think it had a name. Eh, yeah. It was like a little event place, and we decided we'd go back to that. So, yeah, we went to um, the... Man, I can't remember its name to save my life. <laughs> Sukotai? Sukotai, yeah. Oh, while we're on that subject, special shout-out to Sukotai, New Orleans... And an extra special shout-out to our waiter, Preston, who was amazing tonight. Very attentive, very open about what he thought was good and what wasn't. And for any of you who are going there, for dessert, we recommend the mango sticky rice. Yes. Oh, my goodness. (coughs) Uh, As for the meal that I had, which I recommend highly, I, like for the entree, I had the drunken duck. Uh, it can be spiciness. You can choose your spiciness level from one to five. I chose three um, because apparently <clears throat> he says that's average Joe. It's not super spicy. It's not like going to burn your face off or anything. It's nice. It's very good. The flavor and the aroma, ooh, it's so good. And I had the grilled waterfall duck, which was also very, very delicious. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, just, like, the mango sticky rice, like, what did you call it? You call it, like, sticky rice pudding? It, it did seem a bit like rice pudding in terms of texture. Full disclosure, I've never had sticky, I've never had rice pudding in my life. I was only going off of what I know of from regular pudding. So this is, <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me, everyone, I'm still nursing a cold here. So this is, <laughs> oh my god, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me here. So I'm just basing it off of what I know the texture of pudding to be. Yeah, and I, I could say I pretty much agreed with that um, comment of it being like sticky rice pudding and whatnot. Um, it was very, like the rice, the sticky rice itself was like very warm, uh, kind of mushy, but like in a good way. Um, and like it came with fruits like what was it blackberries blackberries mango slices and blueberries yeah um and like all of those were just like fantastic um with it i'm not a huge fan of mango but the mango was pretty all right Mm. to go with the sticky rice same with the blueberries and the um blackberries on Um, our way i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say on our way walking there we found this uh little outdoor venue where a jazz band was performing and you had to pay a small fee of 10 bucks per person just to go in. It's not that bad. And I thought, you know, if the band is still performing there, that means they're likely still open and we should go there after we have dinner. And uh, so we did. Yeah, so we went there um, after (coughs) we had the dinner. After we had the dinner. After we ate dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Goodness me. And I'm supposed to be the sober one. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we did end up um, going to that little music place because there's a jazz band just playing away. A little comment that, like, I remembered was, like, 
I remember in high school, it's like I asked, like, can there be a jazz tuba? There was a jazz sousaphone, which essentially is a tuba in uh, essence. And I was like, there can be a jazz tuba. So that that was like my own little. I would uh, be a little bit wary about making that statement because any instrument nerds who hear this up will come to your house with a sack of nickels and beat you to a bloody pulp for saying that. Jazz tuba. Uh, <laughs> okay, instrument instrument fans or instrument aficionados, if you're going to his house, please don't kill him. I kind of need this man in my life. I haven't figured out why yet, but I know I do. Yeah. Please don't kill him. So, while we were there, I finally had my first real New Orleans Sazerac. For those of you that don't know, a Sazerac is a cocktail it is allegedly America's first cocktail, which was developed in New Orleans, of all places. Try to contain your shock at that. And I had never had one outside of New Orleans before because I wanted to try it in the place where it was from. And it was surprisingly good. I think I still prefer the Old Fashioned, which is another kind of cocktail with um, uh, Jameson whiskey and no ice. But I got to say, the Sazerac was quite good. It's stronger than I thought, though, which is why I might be a little bit more tipsy than I thought I would. Although I feel like I'm getting more and more sober as we keep talking. Yeah. Uh, As for me, I asked if I could take a sniff of it. Uh, I could definitely smell the alcohol. He he moved away from it like he just smelled pure formaldehyde. Yeah. I was just like, (laughs) it's like I can feel my nose curl back. And while we were there, towards the end of our stay there, we, well, I did, I decided to buy some lamb vindaloo because there was a South Asian, a person of South Asian descent who's selling Indian food there, and it was very, very delicious. Lamb vindaloo. If you guys want to give it a shot, I recommend doing that highly. It was delicious. And... I kind of just needed something to absorb the alcohol so I could sober up a little bit faster, preferably before we recorded this podcast, <laughs> which obviously was not the case here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, <coughs> that was pretty much what we did there. And then we basically just like ordered a lift. Um, and our Uber driver, Joel, was like super cool. Um, he, like, gave us a couple of recommendations of, like, places to go. He said, like, Frenchman Street, which we have heard from a lot of people yeah, saying, like, Frenchman Street. A lot of uh, locals street. here always recommend Frenchman Street, and we were on Frenchman Street briefly to begin with anyway. So between that and the French Quarter, which Frenchman Street is in, as well as, what did you want to see? Jackson Square. Jackson Square. There's so. a lot of art there. Jackson Square and the French Quarter. I think we'll be devoting a lot of our time tomorrow to those two areas. Yeah, I mean, you can go in and out of Jackson Square pretty quickly, I think. So, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think we'll uh, be walking there again because it's it's not a long walk. And if we need to get back to the hotel quickly, we can just call another lift. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that was um, our little, I guess, like adventure for the day, which was pretty sweet. Um, even this... though, like... Um, like, I guess this is now our longest episode, Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with you and Yeehaw? I don't I it. don't know, man. Like, I just love doing, like, Yeehaw stuff. Save it for Texas, man. Oh, yeah. When we get to Texas, I'm doing the best Yeehaw you're ever going to hear in your life. <laughs> oh, Julie. Oh, man, he's not happy. 
This is the man I've chosen as my traveling partner for reasons which still escape me. Yeah. But, hey, here we are at New Orleans. We're having a great time. Uh, later tonight, we're, we I think we're going to watch The Descent, was it? Yeah? Uh, yes, that was the movie we mentioned last night that neither of us has seen fully. So I think it'll be interesting to watch and or fall asleep to. Because I will probably be passed out somewhere around the 75% mark of when it's over. <laughs> probably. This guy, I have no idea. It could be from the very beginning of the movie. It could be towards the very end. I have no idea. Heck, I could watch the full movie and, like, do whatever. <laughs> I might end up editing this episode for crying out loud. I have nothing better to do. Plus, we have free internet. Oh, my word. Free internet. Can you believe it, people? Honestly, I'm just grateful to sleep in a proper bed for once. Yeah. Those air mattresses were getting kind of <coughs> lady. It also doesn't help that mine routinely... Uh, let air out completely because the nozzle came undone twice last night. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, speaking of last night, as soon as I woke up, like all, all I could hear was like Josh Miller uh, coughing, and I was like, like the first thing I said that came out of my mouth today was like, "We're getting you cough drops." So we now have him uh, cough drops. We got Nicola, if you remember that commercial, uh, cough drops for him, so we can. Uh, uh, hopefully sleep better, him and me, both. And despite what you've heard on the podcast, they are much more successful than they appear. I think the reason why I'm still coughing so much during this podcast is because of all the talking. Probably, yeah, I'd assume that as well. So anyways, yeah, thank you for listening in. This is day three of the Josh Squared podcast slash adventure, whatever, whatnot, whoever you call it. I'm Craiger. And I'm Miller. Thanks for listening in. Peace. We'll see you tomorrow.